Aurora with Supercharged Science. Can you hear me okay? Hi everybody. Um, this is a class that we're going to be doing in electroscopes. I'm going to teach you how to detect cosmic rays and find out what exactly a cosmic ray and an alpha particle are anyway. And if you like this and you want more, you want to go to www.superchargedscience.com slash easy. Superchargedscience.com slash easy, E-A-S-Y, like, wow, this is so easy. And you, that's where you can find even more information on how to do what we're doing. So hello, everyone. We are going to get started in just a second. I wanted to um, introduce myself in case we haven't met yet. My name is Aurora. I'm a mechanical engineer, university instructor. I fly airplanes, um, and I am an astronomer, and I love getting kids crazy wild about real science. So today I'm going to show you how to detect alpha particles and cosmic rays using standard everyday stuff. So hi, hi Chanel, how are you? Um, oh, I think that's Chanel. I, I don't have my glasses on. If I had my glasses on, I could actually read, but um, I don't think I want them on for this experiment, but I'll give it a try. So my name's Aurora. For those of you who know somebody who would love to make and do real science experiments using everyday stuff, go ahead and send them a quick link. Go ahead and share this video. And if you think you know somebody who might want to be on here, you could do that now. All you're going to need are really simple things. I've got a glass jar, and I've got a balloon, and some tin foil. I've got some vice grips, or you can use pliers, and scissors, and a coat hanger. And so that's all you're going to need for this experiment. And if you have some sandpaper, you can get that out as well. And I'll show you how to use that as well in just a minute. So what we're going to do today is we are going to make a cosmic ray detector. And, you know, a lot of times I'll get uh, questions from parents saying, you know, I want my kids to do more than just baking soda and vinegar. You know, we've done that. It's okay. Uh, you know, how do we do even more? And by having kids do real science experiments that are based in the real everyday world, using everyday materials, kids are just naturally going to be drawn to doing their science. In fact, a lot of people call after, or uh, will send me an email or call us up and say, I have to tell my kids to stop doing science because <laughs> we have other subjects we want to do. But now, because of what you guys have been doing and how, what we've been teaching kids, they're so excited. So, um, so anyway, again, your job as a parent, I've said this before, is not to know all the answers. And when it comes to science, a lot of parents get intimidated and they think, oh my gosh, what if I don't know the answer? What if I don't know how electricity works? Most people don't know how electricity works, and that's not your job. Your job as a parent is just to get them to ask questions, get them curious about the world around them by providing them with videos like this and other experiments just like this that will get them interested and excited, and then let them go on their own. And you know that when kids are interested in a topic, it's easy to get them to learn the academics. They can learn about polarity and charges and Ohm's law after they're excited about the topic. So that's your job is to get them interested and excited and you do that by giving them things that spark their curiosity by doing, hi everyone, I see a whole bunch of people just jumped on, hello. Um, by giving them uh, interesting and exciting experiments. Like, wouldn't it be fun to learn how to measure the speed of light using a bar of chocolate? and you could eat the chocolate when you were done. I mean, how cool would that be? Um, and so building a real remote controlled underwater vehicle, you know, that works on a car battery and they can stick little robot arms on and cameras on. I mean, super cool stuff that uses everyday stuff, stuff you're gonna find from the hardware store or the grocery store or the office supply store. So really simple in terms of materials, but easy to do. Okay, so we're gonna get started, so here we go. So all you're gonna need is a clean down. Now this has to be dry. If it's not, if you just washed it out, you wanna make sure you get a towel in there and dry it really well. And I also poked a hole in the top. Do you see that? 
there's a little hole poked right there. So an easy way to do that if you don't have a drill, which is the obvious way to do it, is you can get a nail and you can go tap, 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 and punch it through. But you do need a hole. If you don't have a hole and you don't have a way to do it, you could take this off, cover it with tin foil like this, and make sure it's secure around the edges, and then simply poke a hole in. And so that's a really easy way to do it too. Okay, so what we're gonna do is we are gonna build an electroscope and then after you're, you've built it, I'll tell you what a cosmic ray is. So, let me see, I'm gonna put him here so I don't lose him. I may disappear for a minute if he goes away. Okay, so all you need to do is you get your coat hanger and you just need a straight piece from it. And that's where grown-ups can help. You're gonna use pliers. Now my pliers have cutters on them right there. Um, a lot of pliers do, some don't. Vice grips have cutters as well. You see the part where they come together right there? If you put your wire in there, it will actually cut it. And if it doesn't cut it, it means you need to tighten it a little bit using the little screw on the bottom. And then you simply, whoop, that was too tight. Simply put it together, work it around, and you see how it came loose. Okay, so you need a piece. You need pretty much the whole bottom piece. So you can go ahead and, whoop, there it goes, hang on. Okay, and now if you have a piece of sandpaper, you want to sand it really well. And again, this is because um, most coat hangers have like uh, coating on them, like, um, you know, it could be either enamel that's clear, you know, like clear nail polish, or it's got something like um, paint on it or something. So you can go ahead and rough it up. If you don't have sandpaper, like I forgot to get mine, you can use a pair of pliers and simply work it around. This is poor man's sandpaper. <laughs> and work it around and kind of just scratch it up because you want the bare metal to be exposed. And if you're not sure, if you think, well, I don't think it has any, um, I don't think it has any insulation on it or any enamel on it, go ahead and scratch it up anyway. So go ahead and do this with me. Just a few more scratches here. Okay. So then what you're going to do is you're going to take your pliers and then you're going to bend it just like this and then you're going to bend it again just like that. So you kind of made a U-turn. Here, I'll get closer. Okay, so you kind of made a U-turn. You see it behind here? Just like that, okay? And again, the proportions, they don't have to, or I shouldn't say again, I haven't said this yet, they don't have to be perfect. Okay, and you just want to make sure it fits into the mouth of your jar because it's going to sit about that high. It's going to sit about like that. Okay, and so you can go ahead and stick this in. And let's see. Okay, so it's going to kind of sit in my jar like this. Okay, so I have to make a ball for the top. Do you have some tape I can wear? Okay. Thank you. Okay. So now you're going to take a big piece and you're going to crumple it up. Okay, like this. And you're going to put it on top. Just like that. <laughs> now it really looks space age, doesn't it? <laughs> okay. And then you're going to pull this up. And I'm going to put a piece of tape here so it stays put. Another piece of tape. You can use hot glue if you want as well. That will work. Okay. okay. And then the last step is to make the little foil leaves. And you do that by cutting out a square of aluminum foil. Just like 
So let me do this close to the camera so you can see. So you're going to take your piece of, pa um, piece of paper, you're going to take your, your piece of foil and you're going to fold it in half. Okay. Now you see my fold is up here. This is my fold. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to cut away two of the pieces. And I'm also going to kind of cut off some of the corners so it's more flexible. So I made two foil leaves. You see them like this? I'm going to separate them really careful, but I'm going to leave them together at the top. You see that? So they can go together. They're normally together. Okay. And then I'm going to open up my jar and stick them on, just like that. Okay, so they're kind of hanging. All right, and then I'm going to put my jar put it in my jar. Now this is going to be the tricky part. Closing the jar. Doing this in a way that you can actually see what's going on. So I'm going to position this more tape. Okay, this is really long. Let's see if I can just put more tape on it. Maybe it'll help. Okay. All right. And one more piece. Okay. All right. So there are foil leaves right in the bottom. You see them here? Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to prop this up so you can see it a little bit better. Okay. Okay, so there's foil leaves here. Wait, let me get it aside without anything on the glass. Okay, so, and right now they're like this. And when I, elect, when I give them a charge, a static charge, they're going to go apart from each other. So how you do a static charge is you're going to take your balloon and you're going to, you know, when I do this in front of kids, they'll always say static electricity and I'll say that's right, static electricity, fancy word, what does it mean? And then usually there's dead silence. Even if the kids are in like high school, there'll be dead silence and you're like, this isn't that hard, you got the right word, but what does it mean? So imagine this, put your hands out together right now, do this with me, and imagine that I've got two magnets. Now, you show me what happens to these two magnets if they're plus and a plus. Show me, do they go together? No, they don't go together. What if they're plus and a minus? They do, right? What if they're a plus and a plus charge, static charge? They don't go together. What if they're plus and a minus? Then they do. So when I scrub my head, I'm picking up those electrons from my body and I'm sticking them all over the balloon. So the balloon is now one positive charge. And if you look, the, the balloon's positive. I don't know if you can see, my hair is starting to get attached. My hair is negative. And you see, does plus like minus? It sure does, right? So that's static charge. So plus doesn't like plus. So ideally, if I were to make this all one charge like plus, those two foil leaves are not gonna like each other and they're gonna wanna get as far apart as possible from each other. Here, look at this. I'll bring it close to you. Okay, this is just using a balloon. Do you see them moving? They're moving back and forth a little bit. Sorry, it's also wiggling. Let me see if I can put my finger on there. Okay, and I gotta remember not to touch the metal because that will ground it and that this experiment will not work because I'm holding it. Okay, so you're making this thing all one charge. Now check this out. This is, you ever seen one of these? They were really popular like two years ago. 
They're, um, they're like balloons, like 20 of them together. It's, it's an electrostatic wand, and when you push this little button, there's a little belt inside, goes round and round, and it builds up a charge on this end of the stick, the paper cardboard tube. And so if I were to put this close to my, oh here, you can really see it here. If I were to put this close to my ball on top, you can see the charge gets transferred to the leaves, and when I touch the ball, the leaves come back together. I don't know if you can see it. It doesn't turn out very well on the, there's so many glare, so, so much glare. So I can actually take this out and just show you. Okay, so if I just take it out of the jar and I don't hold it, I just hold the tape part. Okay. When I come close together, you see how the leaves start to separate? And let's see. There you go. Okay. So now they're in their normal, natural position. I'm trying to only hold the tape. Okay. And get closer, and they go further apart. <laughs> Just like that. So this is the same thing as using a balloon. Now, what's really cool about this is if you charge it for a little bit, you can actually leave it charged where the leaves, so if you're doing this at home, all you're gonna do is you're gonna charge it up with your head and then you're gonna touch the balloon so it picks up charge. So right now the little leaves inside are going like this and then you're just gonna leave it. And you'll wait and every four to five minutes you should see the leaves flicker, which is why we used a mason jar because we don't want the, oh, sorry, because we don't want the, um, the wind to affect our experiment. We want to see what actually happens. So here, let me charge it up again. Okay, so we're going to charge it up. Okay, transfer the charge. So right now, the two leaves are apart by V. And then we're just going to wait. And um, what we're going to be detecting is what happens is little tiny particles are constant, we're constantly being bombarded by charged particles. They come from the sun, they come from black holes, they come from all over the universe, all over our galaxy, and they zing through our atmosphere and they interact with the oxygen and the nitrogen mostly that are in the atmosphere and they cause like a little cascade shower of different particles to come off as well. Now you can detect those original particles if they don't interact with anything, as well as some of those secondary particles, those are called cosmic rays. And those cosmic rays, most of them come from the sun, but occasionally you'll get them from other places also. What you will see, oh, there it goes. And so it was, it was in a V like this, and then all of a sudden it just, it was like it just shook for a minute. And that means that this positively charged system got hit with something that either made it more positive or um, balanced it, and so it made it a little bit negative, so it came a little bit closer. And so you can watch this, typically um, they're between four and five, one every four and five minutes. But you, you can detect cosmic rays with these. Now, one of the questions I'll get is, what's an alpha particle? You know, you mentioned that before. An alpha particle is the, um, it's the, the proton of a helium nucleus. So sometimes you'll get protons, just naked protons, hitting this thing and then it's even more charged, right? And so sometimes, every once in a while, a cosmic ray, like only 1% of cosmic rays are just naked electrons that go zooming around, and you can detect those as well. So there you have it. You have an electrostatic experiment. Now, this is great for all kinds of different experiments. Um, if you want this and you want to do even more and you want to do this kind of science with your kids, you can go to www.superchargedscience.com easy. 
E-A-S-Y, and um, you will find uh, there's actually, we're having a huge sale right now, it's 75% off of our annual e-science enrollment. So I actually have an online school, it's a full homeschool curriculum, there's no extra textbooks or anything required, everything is there for you, all the videos are there, it uses standard everyday materials for a lot, most of the experiments, and um, if you want your science completely taken care of for next year, this might be something worth checking out and see if it's a good fit for you and your family. So thank you guys so much. If you have questions, feel free to give me a call, or give me a call. You can do that too. You can email us faster. Yeah, my email is aurora at superchargedscience.com. And I hope you guys have a good time with your electroscope. You can put these indoors, you can put them outdoors because you've isolated the leaves on the inside from the wind and you'll be able to do further testing as well. And so if you have any questions, let me know, but I'd love to see you and your projects and hear how this is working for your kids. If you know somebody who would totally love this video, share the link with them. That way we make the world a better place one kid at a time. I will see you guys soon. Thank you.